Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This week in league, the Bulldogs and the Raiders put in good showings for the play when it doesn't matter cup. Dylan Napa proves that although they don't have souls, Rangers sure as shit have skulls. Bashing minorities to be accepted as a valid work for the Dole activity as Australia cops a Sharks fan as PM. Plus, we look forward to all the action for the final round of the 2018 NRL season. All that more this week in League. Welcome to episode 302 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. How you going, man? Fantastic. Fuck, I tell you what. End of the season, thank fuck. <laughs> no more weeks of this fucking misery and like another one, just one more for you, so that's great. <laughs> <laughs> Two. Two. Yeah, well, you got this one yeah. and then you got the next one. That's it. So you got one more after that, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, fucking what a blessed, blessed relief, I, you know. Now I uh, now I understand the you know the the the, the Hutchins Carradine fucking <laughs> <laughs> mindset as I as I long for the sweet cool kiss of the Mars bar on my anus. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know you you can't project what you want and like onto other people. You know you like success and finals and and that sort of stuff. That's true. Um, there are supporters of clubs out there who are just happy with regular season. Newcastle, best fucking season ever. You know? Tigers, best season ever. Exactly. Guess what? <laughs> Every, everyone likes different things. That's true. Our, That's true. Our mate Hammers yeah. watches Star Wars for a different reason than anyone else. <laughs> you know? It, yeah. Hmm. But um, no, it's been a good week. And, uh, it's been, been a week. Been on two dates this week. Two dates. Yes. Don't expect any more because I've told them all about the show. Oh, okay. So you get your, you get your fuck on? <laughs> <laughs> One of them did get a membership to www.receptacle.com. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you didn't put any of them on the Bryce Cartwright plan. <laughs> That's right. Stepdad is single and ready to mingle, ladies. <laughs> oh, fucking news this week. I didn't even look at really the news. You got to turn your fucking shit down, for Christ's sakes. I know. You've Sorry. only been doing it for, well, actually, however many fucking episodes it is in the trivia answers that you must remind me to give cunts this week. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah, trivia question number one. Uh, how many times has a stepdad turned down the volume on his devices before commencing recording of an episode? None. Zero. Zero. <laughs> Fucking, Fucking zero. zero. Um, Let's start off with the, you know, Lance Thompson. 
Yes. Um, salute Lance Thompson. for He's obviously tragic, very fucking tragic. I mean, like when someone is 40 years of age who was, you know, a professional athlete and everything like that, you don't expect, your, you know, your fucking heroes. I mean, like if you were Sharkies or Dragons fan. I mean, for me, I'm just like, you know, that guy was a fucking, you know, seemed like a good bloke. And you know, played for played for a couple of cunt teams. Could have done better in that respect. But he was a know. toiler. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, Sharks fans probably get go into it a little bit easier. I mean, Dragons fan. I mean, he was iconic for the Dragons. Let's yeah, be, let's be real. I mean, and you know, did he make the Sharks team of the century? Well, I think he played for them. But how many years did he play for them? Like, he must have. Yeah. So he's a Sharks immortal. If he played more than five games. Yeah, he probably would have been the team of the century for sure. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Like, you know, Valen- Valentine Holmes has scored 20 tries and everyone's losing their shit. And he went on to, he went on after the, sh- after the, after playing with the Sharkies, you know, he coached their, um, Reggie's. Yep. For a time. Um, bought Andrew for feeder and Xbox, apparently. What does it, did, did I hear that, like he was like, uh, for feeder's like first manager or something? Yeah. And, uh, and I heard other Sharkies fans saying that when the club was, uh, you know, it was, was broken and everything, he, he actually kicked in. As a, as a sponsor, I mean that to me, like they're, they're stories that I had not heard before he before yeah. he died. I mean, but they, they they say you know that's that sort of stuff is like you just go well, obviously that guy's he's a fucking top bloke. Yeah, hundred percent. And um, hundred percent. And you know he played a he played a, I mean in the scheme of things, I mean he played a fuck a lot of games. I mean you know he, he just uh, fell short of two fifty. So and and wasn't wasn't the you know long career from the backs into the forwards. He was a he was like, there, second yep. half from from yep. day dot. Yep. Um. Yeah, you know, hor- horribly sad. Take care of your health. It's very shocking. Like, I mean, I, look. To be honest, it would probably be shocking if any player that was playing when you remember watching, like, all yeah. the time. Like, you know, so, like, you know, for for me to be like any player post, I don't know, fucking like eighty five or something like that. Mm. Probably. I mean, it's the times you know where I can sort of remember. Yep. You know, remember watching. Yep. Um, then it's always like a fucking shock. You go, oh fuck, you know. It's yeah. the same as like when a musician or you know, you know, someone dies that like, you know, that you just don't fucking, ex- you know. It's not like it's someone yeah. like Aretha Franklin who was old as fuck, you know, relatively. I mean, but then you get like you know you you get someone like you get like you know like Prince fucking dies right. Was she diabetes as well? Look, I I I feel like you're trying to lead me into a trap. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. D i a b e t s. Fuck it, I'll trap myself. I give a fuck. Um, yep. But yeah, managing it. Yeah, yeah. But um, look, uh, you know, as, uh, I, I know that he would would been absolutely beloved by Dragons fans, even though he considered himself a, a true Sharkies fan. Yeah. After you know the way he was treated. And I'll tell you, when it came to the memorialising of him, the Sharks did a far, far superior job. Fucking chalk and cheese. Yeah. Um, In in saying that, though, I think a a lot of this shit gets beaten up, you know, a a lot more from and by fans than anything else. Oh, yeah, there's obviously that back and forth. Like, we claim him more than you, you, and, you know. The Sharks love this thing, you know, you guys counted him and this, and he's, when he left, he said he felt like he was a shark and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Um, it's like it, a fucking rock act turning up into a city and going, hello, city yeah. name. Well, there was that, that show that- Which played, the, played, a show that, played a show down in Sydney last night and they didn't rock nearly half as hard as you, Brisbane. Yeah, yeah um, sure can't. 
I believe you. <laughs> uh, there's that show on Fox with Vossi where he you know, goes and talks to yes. old players and stuff like that. And he spoke to Lance Holmes a couple of weeks ago. Yep. And he said that he's, you know, good mates with Brownie and with Trent Barrett. And he yep. speaks to Peter Doust on the phone often. And yep. this is this. So, you know, I, I don't think that that was really as... As terrible as it was, but nah, um, of course it was. It's it's the fans wanting to claim the the guy more. Yeah, and I mean, and and honestly, when I mean, you're being real, I mean, the Dragons fans, I, I don't, I can't, I don't fucking tell you what though. When I think of when I think of him, I don't think of him in a fucking Sharks jersey. Put do, it that way. Do you know what the fucking Dragons need? I, I some more checked. wins at the tail end of a season. Yeah, apart from that, I haven't checked Seek or fucking LinkedIn or whatever it is you get jobs with these days. Um. But they need a how about you don't manager. They just need fucking someone to sit in an office and <laughs> anything that fucking club wants to do, yeah. it goes in and it's detailed and this cunt's just got a stamp that goes, how about you don't? <laughs> and when somebody went in there and said, we're going to get the the one person in the world who's probably going to end up with more fucking Dragons jerseys from his estate than anybody, yeah. his kid. And present them with a dragon's jersey. <laughs> like fucking hell! On what planet was that a good idea? You know, I'm sure that the family appreciates the gesture, but I don't think I've seen two more fucking uncomfortable human beings since the Nuremberg trials. <laughs> oh, there was only two two uncomfortable human beings in the Nuremberg trials. The rest were just following orders. Swish. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, obviously, um, I want to. I want to say, like, you know, what a fucking big bucket of win, or as, as Kevin Smith would say when someone passes. But no, forty's way too fucking young. Mm, I'm afraid, fucking way too fucking young. Yeah. Um. So it just makes it sad. Um. Fucking what other news have you got this week? Nothing really. Nothing. Oh, there's the referee junket. Oh, what's the junket? I was going to talk about Graham Annesley quitting the the, the Chief Titans role and going back to become the Chief of the Referees again. I don't know if that's- Is he the Chief of Referees or is he the General Manager he's, of Football? He's like running the, the program with with Canavan as his offsider, isn't he? I don't know. What does that mean? I thought it was a like a General Manager of Football thing. Oh, for like- uh, For in, the NRL. Oh, fucking well, maybe it is. I mean, and- I, maybe I just saw the Annesley name and just- uh, started projecting what I thought he would be doing. I've got serious fucking concerns about- Job descriptions and duties and pay grades and shit that's going on there. Uh, yeah. Now, actually, go back a step because there's a lot of this shit that segues into itself this week. I'm um, trying to find the fucking so story from, now. From I think the sharks, buried it. Let's go into the Dugan and Fafita thing. Okay. Right? So, Dugan and Fafita were on a podcast. Yeah, it was actually some of the Western Sydney boys in the UFC. It was their podcast, and they, and they get and they get loose. Like they, they get they get fucking loose those two. So fun, but they had a crack at um, Buzz, at old mate Buzz Rothfield. Yep. Which and like you know context there. I mean, the UFC boys would always have a crack at Buzz because he's uh, run such campaigns against the UFC through the Daily Telegraph to the point where he had like a masthead. On the back of the sports section, there was like with the ghost, you know, with the cross, the circle, red circle, yeah. with the cross, like UFC free zone sort of shit. Yeah. Like he went that hard. So this is why the UFC boys would be like, fuck like that him. guy too. Yeah, yeah okay. I mean, he's been a pain in their ass for a long time. So the, the context around the story was that there was a, everyone was out for a night and the, yeah, they're on the piss and Dugan bet that he could fucking wrestle Gallon. 
and they had this giant fucking wrestling match. And then the story got out and Buzz Rothfield reported on it that they were punching on and fucking yep. hated each other and all of this stuff. Yep. And it ended out that Fafita's dropped a C-bomb and called Buzz a fuckwit or fuckhead. Yep. One of the two. Yep. Uh, do you know the only place that this was a big story? Buzz's fucking head? In, in the fucking media and more specifically the Telegraph media. Of which Buzz runs the sport. So there's, there's Buzz- Yep. There's fucking old mate Kent. Yep. Going off their head about the fucking this, 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 this. You know what I've noticed? And I've watched a little bit of that 360 show recently. Their entire opinion of people, their entire opinion, be it players, coaches, administrators. Yep. All backs around how they are with the media. Yeah. That is the fucking one common denominator. Like, they're calling for the resignation of Todd Greenberg because of how yeah, he handled the Fafita and Dugan thing. Are you, like, I, I, I agree well, with this is, I mean, Greenberg well, being a fuckhead. Yeah. Well, one of, the th- one of the reasons why I have never sought, like, since we've got to a size, a size of a show where we have a lot of fucking listeners, and since we've got those, so I don't seek interviews with players- Especially like especially current players, because there are so many ways that they can get ass fucked by com- things that they say. Yep. When you look at the way that the Watmo thing blew up, I mean, he probably wanted it to though. But mm-hmm. then you look at the Fafia thing. I mean, they probably mm-hmm. don't really care. But I mean, it's blown up way more massive than it actually yeah. is and warranted. And you That's know, warranted. It. And because there's so many things like they can get, you know, they you know they got their managers of problems. They've got fucking the club yep. that can do, you know, sanction them somehow. They've got the NRL that can sanction them. Mm-hmm. There's so many layers of fuckery that that, that can end up on a player. The shit mm-hmm. they say, and I don't want to listen to fucking auto quote cliche machines exactly i would rather you get yeah. that anyway yeah yeah exactly um so there was that story yep in the media um but then it's gone on uh that the, the nrl itself has paid for the two top referees bosses mm-hmm. to be overseas in nevada or something at this conference in america to view revolutionary new technology for uh, officiating professional sport. Okay. Look, I don't think that's a bad thing in itself. No. But, um, but is it wise in a year where, no matter what you say about the refereeing, it's been controversial? Yeah. Is it wise to do it two weeks out from the finals? Well, no. I mean, this is something that should you know, happen in the lengthy period of time starting in the uh, second week of October through to, let's say, end of January. My thing is, though, how are the two referees bosses, they're experts in refereeing the game. Yeah. How are they all of a sudden tech experts? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know if they... I, I think that, you know, I, I can see the argument that, that you know, they, they could be assessing how technology can assist them to make more accurate decisions quickly or, you know, blah, 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 whatever. Mm. They don't have to be tech experts for that. I mean, they have to just be able to think, how can this apply to what I, what, you know, what what we need to do. So they need to fly to Las Vegas for that. What's a fucking YouTube video? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't begrudge, I don't begrudge the, the. I mean, I just, I think two weeks out from the finals is a bit fucking stupid. Leave mm. the end of the season. I mean, that's, that's it. Go, in, go in your own time, you know, essentially mm. in the off season. 
during the time when presumably referees are, are trying to develop themselves for the next season. That, and blah, blah, that blah. was their counter to that. Well, the conference won't wait for us. The conference is on now, so we yeah. have to go. Yeah, I get that too. Fucking watch the TED talk then. Hmm. So, yeah. The only other piece of news that's interesting is the, uh, well, it's non-news, I guess. And honestly, was, yeah, he was going to be Todd Greenberg's right-hand man. You are right, too. Mm. So I had a chance to look it up while we were talking just before. This is what um, I'm saying. They're, they're doing stuff like that. Yeah. And now they're pulling people out of clubs, out of a, a guy who's supposedly a fantastic operator. Yeah, Let's well, pull him out of a struggling club to yeah. do something that's really not that well-defined. Did we need him? Was it a vacant spot? Sounds like you talk, you, I mean, it's almost like you're talking about Todd Greenberg back a couple of years ago. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it. <coughs> yeah. This thing. Jobs for the boys. Was it a vacant spot? Who was in it before? Yeah. Maybe they feel like that there's those areas that need to be shored up so they had to, you know, create an extra additional spot. Yeah. And then. Well, I mean, uh, I, hate, I hate being the devil's advocate on this, on, you know, that's, that's like on the side of, of what they're doing, but. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. It's the role in which I find myself. I'm just looking at the fact that the fucking whatever it is, the commission, or whatever. Yep. um, The ICC, I believe they call it. Yeah, and and look, I've seen some inside financial info. Yeah. It is not fucking healthy. Yeah. It's healthy from a revenue perspective. It is not fucking healthy from a cash flow perspective. Yeah. Any anybody looking at that business would would wonder why. They're spending money on other people and employees and trips and everything else instead of fucking consultants that will come in and tell them how to actually streamline their business and not spend so much fucking money. Yeah. It, it's ridiculous what goes yeah. on in there. But, um, um, and that's, I think that's about it for the, the news. Oh, the Cronulla thing, you want to talk about the, the Sharkies? No, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking non story at the, at the moment. I mean, unfortunately, I mean, it's, it's been always tradition. For shit to break properly and to get a couple mm. of angles and all that sort of thing before we record, but we're doing the Tuesday night this week, so mm. I, we'll wake up tomorrow. Believe it, we'll wake up tomorrow, yeah. and, the sh- and the sharks have been stripped of the fucking 2016 <laughs> grand final, and we missed it. But that's okay. We're probably going to be Tuesday nights, I think, to the, for the rest of the season because, I mean, after next week's episode, they get fucking they, you know, they halve. 100%. In, uh, in uh, recaps, and then they halve again, and you know, mm-hmm. and then we're hitting the fucking twillies. Um, <clears throat> no, look, the, no the, it, it's smart by the sharks. If there's an issue, th- this is the the newfound system of well, okay, we've found something. We're, we're going to give them something. Yep. And uh, yeah, give them yeah. something. That's enough. Uh, we'll confess to a, yeah. uh, to, to a small charge and hope that's the that's the end of it. I'd still fucking love to see everything made public, and I don't give a fuck yeah. what players say about it. Yeah, I don't. I'd see. It's the same as same as regular, th- you know, banking. I don't know if you've dealt with banks or financial companies recently. Not so much. But there was this wonderful quote by fuck. I think it was Peter Costello. He said that there's two th- two things, and you can have one of them these days. You can have dealings with a finance company, mm-hmm. or you can have privacy. <laughs> you know, every fucking business that does anything now, any yep. person has to go through so many fucking hoops because of regulation. Yep. Yep. I have no fucking idea why you can't just be above board and everybody's fucking this is what I am paid. And you know it doesn't it doesn't have to actually be public. It just has to it just has to be available to a third party 
that can audit every, you know, yeah, sorry, the, the, not, not public yeah, as in you or I. Yeah, I mean, it just like it just has to be available to like a third yeah. party who aren't the NRL and aren't the clubs, but yep. are, are commissioned strictly to say, here's all the information, this is what they're getting. And then obviously, you can run that through the ATO and make sure it's matching mm-hmm. up what's being banked and so on. And, um, and, and then, yeah, and then. If there's a irregularity, which they won't be, because the day that happens, they'll be they'll fucking stop it. It'll be brown paper bags. That's it. Yeah. Look, the, there is that whole the, the thing they'll never get is third party to third party. Yeah, and, and that the are paid in direct cash, sort of thing. Is you well, know, because no, if, if if I'm a member of the thoroughbreds or whatever they are up yeah, here, yep, and you're a star recruit coming through, yep, and I go out and I purchase a car and I give that to your mum. Yeah, there is no way that ever well, gets connected impo- yeah, back to you yeah. at all. Yeah, yeah. Know? So unfortunately, that that side of things will never stop. But it's a start. Recaps, okay. Thursday night football. Fucking, it was great to get the. It was, it was great to get the fucking bullet over with early this week. Um, the West Tigers twenty-two defeated the Mighty Manly Sea Eagles twenty out at Campbelltown. A crowd of just over eight thousand, which in all in all is not too bad for Campbelltown crowds from uh, what I can remember. Um, Tigers twenty-two came from uh, double to Kev Nagama, uh, Chris Lawrence, and Mumbai tries masters three or four conversions. Manly's twenty came from a double to Daly Cherry Evans, uh, Trent Hodkinson also with a try, uh, Cherry two of two conversions, and uh, Hodkinson got a conversion as well. And uh, Cherry Evans one of two conversions, one of two penalty goals, including an attempt from fucking halfway at the death. Um, what the fuck was with that? Look, honest, honestly, I think, you know, I, I probably, had it been me, I probably would have gone the traditional route and maybe, you know, kicked for the line. And at the end of the day, though, it's 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 probably equally as much a lottery, though, I mean, to, you know, because what, what they would have done is, I mean, there's no, there's no fucking, you know, running up the guts for like one or two tackles to try and pull some numbers in and then figure out a side that you've, you know, that you've got a, a, an advantage on and, and try for something. It's one play, fucking guy, guy picks up the ball on the sideline, passes it in, taps it, passes it to Cherry Evans, and he just sort of chucks up a bomb or something, you know, just yeah. chucks up a lottery ball or something like that. So. I get. I mean, and I've got. I'm. I, to be honest, I'm fucking surprised that the kick was so good. I mean, I only dropped about a fucking meter short, and it was right over the black dot. I, I blame Cole Felt. You know, you know that thing where when there's a one-on-one strip in a game, <laughs> yeah. For the rest of the game, everyone's trying a fucking one-on-one strip. <laughs> I blame Cole Felt. Well, yeah, it could have could have been, you know, yeah, it could have been. Maybe he thought, you know, that the, you know, the, the air in Campbelltown was so so thin it was like fucking Gareth Widdop in Denver. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the topography of Campbelltown is, to be honest, but uh, obviously it's not enough altitude. <laughs> but but yeah, I was I was stunned that the kick actually was so fucking good, considering it was like sideline. And you know, halfway sort of thing. It was like mm-hmm. right over the black dot. It was actually good. It just fell like half a meter short. I thought it'd be like far, you know, far further off, you know, off off target as well, you know, as, as well as short. I mean, the distance was always going to be a problem though. Mm. But um, I know I, I note that Trent Hodgson didn't step up to take the long kick either. Something's never changed. Yeah. <laughs> but this this game was was almost like a a, a fucking encapsulation of the of manly season i was just chatting to someone about today actually but it fucking 
the amount of games that they've lost by two points or one point or games where they've just fucking played like shit for fucking seven to ten minutes and that's been enough to lose the game. This had both. And um, they, they started, you know, the first half was a bit of a punishment. I mean, they started, you know, they started the better team. They've, they've had a fucking, like, five minutes of fucking shit and finished by far the better team. And if the game had been five minutes longer, they probably would have won, you know, outright by a try. But um, just fucking, like... And it just comes down to a basic problem, I think. It all just stems from the fucking injuries that they sustained early to guys like Ciro. You think... Like, Ciro's not the biggest fucking star in the world by any stretch of the imagination. Don't get me wrong. But you know what? He's a fucking competent rugby league player. And when he's out for an entire season... And you have to then you this shuffle procession where you you know dropping them guys and putting them back in you know, and trying to give guys like this you know Goschevsky, Frank Winnerstein, Parrot, fucking who's the other cabbage? I mean, there's a bunch of fucking cabbages that just aren't good enough, and that and that pretty much is the entire bench. So the fact that they just don't have when they make the changes, they put these fucking you know dickheads on that can't play. Teams capitalize. They put fucking, you know, guys that make, you know, yardage at will. Like, Fenua Blake was fucking beast mode. And um, just trampling some of those little cunts. But by the time, you know, the damage is fucking done. So mm, That's it. So, it's you know, it's unfortunate. Um, Cherry f- played a fucking blinder. Best player on the field. Um, but, yeah, other than that, the Tigers, poor old Tig Pies, they couldn't win by enough to, to help them out. And it didn't matter by the end of the weekend anyway. I mean, they mm. need they they needed they needed to hold the lead they had when they had their good burst of play, and probably expand on expand on it by another try or two yeah. to give themselves a bit of a sniff of getting in, and then you know when um you know when the Warriors got their win and then the Broncos got their win, well, it was all fucking academic anyway. So you know, mm. good season of Tigers. I've just also figured out why Griffin was punted. Was that? Well, Gus had to punt Griffin. Yeah. Because Griffin wouldn't listen to him enough. Okay. And Seraldo's a fucking puppet for him. Yeah, but do you think Seraldo's going to have the job going forward? I don't care. All that had to happen was that they had to tank the Warriors game to make sure that the Tigers were ninth after they wouldn't release Ivan. Fuck. That's like, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly certain that Gus, you know, probably can't. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not, if you, if you, if your, if your wishes. I'm not aligned with his wishes, <laughs> but that's like some next level. <laughs> we'll see what happens this weekend as well, because I mean, there's a couple of scenarios as well, like, you know, where teams could conceivably tank. Like, for example, the Broncos have this weird situation coming up. I was to say now I remember it, but they've got a weird situation where if they win on Sunday. Mm. They could conceivably finish fifth, which would give them a Brisbane final, mm. but it would probably be against the Warriors. Yeah. Or lose on Sunday, finish further down the ladder. And play the Dragons. But you're playing Dragons or Penrith where you'd have to rate you your chances much yeah. much higher, although it wouldn't be a home a home final. Still. It, you'd still rate your chances much more highly. That's yeah. it. Interesting. So, so it is an interesting scenario. Anyway, the tweets for this one, Cruzy06. May I suggest uh, Palawan as an end-of-year destination for this year, West Tigers? Great place, great people, and cheap. Where? Oh, nice. Probably somewhere in the Philippines where they eat the little fucking fetus eggs and shit. 
like little savages they are over there. How's Mr. Fucking $14 milkshake needing to go on cheap? Well, maybe that's why he needs to go on cheap holidays. Too many fucking $14 milkshakes at fucking Fritzenberger. Exactly. <laughs> Devon Head. Congrats, Tigers supporters, for reclaiming the Niner Premiership. It's been a hard slog back to the top of the mountain, but you did it. <laughs> Hashtag Tigers in decline. Uh, Hammers. Manly doing the Lord's work and cementing that ninth spot for the Tigers. Hashtag people's team. It's the truth. I've always said it. Uh, biggest Tiger. I was so nervous, I ended up pacing back and forth 100 metres with the play for the last nine minutes. Lost two kilos in sweat and steps, but got the two points. Hashtag still doing the maths. Well, obviously that didn't that hashtag didn't age well because I'm pretty sure you're not doing the maths anymore. <laughs> doing the maths on fucking uh, cheap flights to Bali. Uh, Mario Siegs underscore. I put this tweet in. It's like through the course of the game. Mm. I suspect it was probably around the 60 minute mark, but I just wanted to put it in just to, just to, um, I guess just to put him on blast really. He's, uh, I will not stop watching when this game is over and we've lost by 30 plus as I predicted. I'll remember every fucking second of this game. I will never forget how useless these cunts are, especially their cunt coach. Indeed. <laughs> you have little faith. Warriors 36 to feed the Penrith Panthers 16. Mount Smart Stadium. Great crowd, just over 17k in attendance. And, uh, the Warriors tries right in the passy. A hat trick to Fusatua. Mason Lino and uh, Cutter also with tries. Uh, Johnson, five of seven conversions and a penalty goal. The Panthers, 16 tries to Mansour, Blake, and Merrin. Cleary, two of three conversions. Fucking well now. Let's take that and put it in perspective about the fucking trash time try as well. It was a thorough fucking pounding, though. It, I was worried about this for a long time and, and have unfortunately been proven correct that these fucking games where they played abhorrent football yeah, and then came back at the end. Like, trash time's a real thing. Teams put the fucking cue in the yeah, round. Yeah, yeah. And if you can score more in trash time than the other team did in non-trash time, fair enough. You win the game, you get the two points and yeah. all those other fucking cliches. But... When you turn what is essentially a fucking 36 to like what nil or close to yeah. scoreline into 16, oh, well, you know, it was a bit of a... That's it. Yeah. The other thing is when you start doing that week in, week in, week in, teams start to focus on not putting the queue in the rack. So when your fucking victories depend on them yeah, yeah. dropping it and they now have a focus to not, yeah, that's, that's not sustainable. The game was lost in the first half. The, the lead that the Warriors came out with, and that was the starkest difference I've seen in in the intent of two football teams yep. who essentially have the same things to play for, mm-hmm. who essentially were over there needing to go into the finals. Well, it's, it's funny that with, at this stage, like every team in the eight, I don't know if it's still, is it still, does it still apply this weekend? That like depending on the way the results fall, like, you know, teams could finish, the entire eight could finish anywhere from fucking first to eighth. I, now sure I think the storm. I think the storm have, have put a stop yeah, to I that think now. Pretty much now. So I think it might be the second, uh, you know, second mm. to eighth teams, maybe. But yeah. Um, but it, it it really was like when Penrith were on fire at the beginning of the year. Yep. You know, yeah, their outside backs looked great. Yep. But this forward pack, like Fisher Harris, is is getting in there. You know. Um, Regan Campbell Gillard still coming back from a broken jaw. Who's calling me at ten thirty at night? And why aren't you on silent? Sorry, an absolute fucking rude cunt. I know. Honestly, ten. I mean, what's your fucking deadline for calling cunts? Unless it was the receptacle. Yeah. Just begging for a bit of stepdad. 
Wants another dose. Yeah. <laughs> or needed a dose and he's angry at me. Bryce's <laughs> <laughs> um, check bounced. <laughs> <laughs> you gave me an no, arm. <laughs> You son of a fucking bitch. <laughs> My um, pussy fell off. <laughs> <sighs> um, you know, Regan Campbell Gill are still coming back from a broken jaw. And, and when you play prop and you can't eat anything, you, you lose a bit of fucking mass. Um, you know, but Billy Kickow, for all of his fucking talk of being this big fucking dominant runner... That cunt's fucking such a disappointment to me over the last probably two, three it weeks. isn't getting into games and getting physical. I don't know if he's been carrying an injury. I don't know if there was a game that he got hurt and didn't expect it, but he's not getting in there and really wanting to fucking get into a physical battle with people. I just want to know why. When when did when did kick our when did short passes close to the line with him smashing through and scoring a try or nearly scoring a try when did that turn into a license to fucking kick it and be a playmaker and shit like who fucking, fucking, told, who fucking told him he was allowed to do that bullshit exactly. <laughs> fucking exactly gets a um, few fucking lines in the newspaper he gets his name up there in a fucking headline or two and next thing you know he's fucking and this thing with Penrith look I'll contrast it with what Brisbane's doing at the moment Brisbane doing that's right exceptionally well and Penrith are doing it horribly Brisbane are controlling yep. the width of their game and they're controlling where in the width of the field that they meet the line, yep. that they meet the defensive line. Yep. And by that, I mean with, with Penrith, it just seems to be you get the ball and it's either fucking Peachy or DWZ, just run sideways yep. and and you're looking for an opening and looking for an opening and looking for an opening. If it doesn't present, all of a sudden you're at the fucking sideline yep. or you're passing it off. And then all of a sudden you've got three blokes in your line to work with who have got twenty, you know, less than 20 metres yep. before they hit the sideline. Whereas you look at how Brisbane are running their attack at the moment, they're very focused on where they're meeting the defensive line. Yep. And players know they have a limited amount of space that they can go laterally without fucking up the guys outside them. Yep. You know, it... The one positive I did see was Nathan Cleary starting to get a little bit lippy. With some of the guys, um, you know, like when he was putting kicks through and he was the guy chasing and there was no one around him. I was going to say, you the know, one thing I feel has been missing um, from his game is being Mitch Moses. <laughs> yeah. Um, and sorry, Lippy's maybe a, a bad word, yeah. but- He's talking. He's, yeah, getting- Chat on the know. field. There, yep. there, there were some times where he was putting kicks in and, and pressure and repeat sets could have been earned, but there no one else coming through. Yeah. You know? um, but that forward pack- but Penrith's top meter runners that game was a winger, a half, and a winger. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's really just, just really fucking bad. DWZ needs to just play smarter. It's great. You're at fullback, cool. You catch the ball. You hit it at speed. That's fantastic. But look at who's coming back on side. Look at what side of the field they're coming back on side from. Make sure that the fucking play starts where they're coming back on side. It, it, oh, like, yeah, no, simple things. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, tweets. NZ Danos. One can only imagine the look on Real Dad's face as the Warriors fuck the Panthers right in the party. Hashtag Brown Bukake fantasy. Oof. Hashtag uh, all trouser, no mouth. <laughs> 
Hashtag uh, attacking prowess greater than Cleary's jawline. That's a long-ass hashtag, sir. Deformo96, Penrith are officially fucked. Capitals. Yes. A little Buffalo. If the Panthers could just hold the ball, get some simple structure and repeat sets, they'll still be a crusty bit of shit stuck to the bottom of the final shoe. <laughs> Uh, Bethany underscore B underscore 97. Whatever the Warriors are paying Corvo, it's not enough. Man, it's come in and fixed the Warriors finally. Mm. Uh, I think, yeah. I, th- I just think the addition, like, I think Adam Blair and Blake Green probably got more to say about it. I mean, like, Blake Green, not necessarily here, but. Um, Tolu Harris is having a fucking blinder as well. Tolu Harris as well, yeah, is another yeah. one. And and the uh, and contract year, Isaac Luke. <laughs> <laughs> King Levius, kick out by name, kicks shithouse by nature. Yes. Shanta 86 with the final word. Dragons, we're the greatest chokers of 2018. Panthers, hold my frozen Mars bar. <laughs> the Cowboys 44 defeated the, the, defeated the Parramatta Eels 6. Hallelujah. 1300 Teeth Stadium, 25,095 in attendance uh, there for JT's last home game. The uh, Cowboys 44 had a double to Hampton, uh, Hattrick to Felt, uh, Geller Mosby and Cooper also with tries, Thurston 7 of 7 conversions and a penalty goal, defeating the Eels with a try to Michael Jennings and a conversion to Mitchell Moses. So if you woke up from your coma this week mm-hmm. and you see the fucking cows putting 40 plus on. You're like, they're running in, they're know, running home. Felt's just scoring at will. Yeah. Thurston's banging them over from the sideline. Granville's just looking dangerous every time at a dummy half. You're thinking, fuck the Cowboys. They came running into the grand final last year. They're going to go one better this year. Oh. No, this, that, this was was actually to avoid the, that was actually to avoid the spoon. Fucking hell. And I tell you what, it's it's it's. I mean, I would have loved a, a little bit of a closer game, like in terms of the running of the play, but... I mean, it, it's just, it's great to see the Cowboys, they're taking that Spoonapalooza shit seriously and be like, fuck you, there's no fucking way. We're not even going to fucking leave it the chance. We're going to, there's no fucking way this game is ever yeah. going to be anything except fucking total domination by us. Yeah. And in the con- compare and contrast the Eels, what a fucking useless shitbag rabble of a cunt yeah. side they are. There was no desire to avoid the spoon there. That's it, yeah. There was no, yeah. zero fucking desire and to avoid the spoon. They've, they've been through a lot. They've been through you know, salary cap last year and this is this, but for, for them to get out there and play like that and just really phone it in. And the thing is, they haven't been playing that badly of late. I mean, they've actually been, yeah, like they got the Dragons yep. uh, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Which apparently is not a big thing. Well, now that's it's, been proven to be, you know, false, a false line in their form. Yeah. Yep. So, I mean, everyone's um, doing it. Look, looks like they. I mean, they've got now. They've got to play the Roosters, who are coming off a, a loss in an import, mm. in an important game, and they're going to be looking for someone to fucking take shit out on. If they if they checked out last week, yeah, yeah. It, well, this is their last chance. They got to beat the they got to beat the Roosters by like forty or fifty. Yeah. <laughs> so good luck. <laughs> The uh, Jay Bartley 90, 44 points. Yeah, okay. Geez, when can I honestly start refs folding? How many tackles can one team be forced to make? Mayor Thurston avoids the spoon. Come on now. I don't think the referees can really have... I'm fairly certain that they didn't really play much role in that. I mean, look, I am not familiar with the stats of that game off the top of my head, but I'm just going to go back because I'm fairly sure that, um, yeah. Yeah. 
What's that? Try, 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 try. Half time. Yeah. The <laughs> I, don't, those I don't think there's much to be said for the referees. No. Uh, Mario Siegs, uh, those facilities at the Eels must be really bad, eh? Apparently. Uh, B underscore swell. Parramatta's defense is about as organized as a Liberal Party. Oof. Topical humor. Voodoo rock. Yay. Last place. Fuck yeah. Best year ever. Prayer circles for life. Number one battle royal. It's victory. It's victory royale, man. Yeah. <laughs> he because he then he then proceeded on subsequent tweets to to talk about the the being more important for the players to to play Fortnite. Oh, and, okay. Fair um, enough. Fucking don't knock Fortnite. You the boys. Um, it is. Canberra Raiders twenty four defeated the. Fu- is that the fucking Superman? I'm gonna turn my phone off. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I can't exactly just put a bat signal in the sky when. When the yeah. bitches want me. Well, you're working, you could like put bat dance on there. <laughs> no. Or put like the Batootsie. <laughs> put some of that fucking, that old 66 shit on there. Go away. Twill Nation is more important than your need for the step dick. <laughs> Sorry. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, tinder life. Raiders 24 defeat the Rabbitohs 12 in another fucking surprising lower half of the table beating the top half result down there in Canberra. Just under 16k in attendance. Don't have the, any other ones in front of me, but I feel like that's probably a pretty good crowd for Canberra this year. This time of down year. Down there, yep. Well, just especially, period. Just especially all the people that got cunted out of it that week. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that would have been less. <laughs> the population trend. A lot of people couldn't turn up to the game because they were packing their fucking bags. Um, the Raiders 24, a double to Aldi. Boy. Uh, Soliola and Kotrick also with tries. Three of four conversions to Sam Williams and a penalty goal. The Rabbitohs 12 tries to Walker and Inglis with uh, Reynolds one conversion and one penalty goal. South looked like they had this one in hand. Like they'd squandered a bunch of opportunities, but they're fairly fucking comfortable. Like they had, they were yeah. in control. I mean, they were playing like shit, but they still seemed in control. They were just weren't. They were just squandering what they had. But that man, that Greg Inglis try, yeah, <laughs> that was prime time fucking nightmare giving Greg Inglis. Yes, that was just that. There is nothing that anyone can fucking do. To stop me here. Um, yeah, there was somebody a little while ago who asked who the most rocks and diamonds player of all time is. Okay. And I think it's... Well, not of all time. Of There's a lot memory. of debate to be had about this. I think it's Blake Austin. <sighs> I think recent season Blake Austin. Yeah, I just think the diamonds are so fucking few and far between, though. Like, it's it's not an... I, it, I, don't know, I just don't feel but it's in, a consistent in the game, spread. I'm, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying he had great games or shit games. Okay. I'm saying moments. Yeah, so yeah, he, okay. he, in a game, he'll have fantastic moments. And also diabolical. But then, yeah, yeah. also yeah. just just absolute gotcha. fucking horrifiers. Um, you know, I've said it before. You look at the Canberra team on paper. Yep. And if you had checkboxes for everything you want in your team. Yep. You know? Um Halves with decent kicking game. Yep. That's what you like about him. Yep, okay, yep, yep cool. Tick. Um, halves partner that's a strong runner of the ball. Yep. Tick. Good center wing combination. Yeah, tick. obviously tick. You know, I know Croker's injured. But then, then you got then you got Kodrick as well, you know. You know, you know young, young guy 
coming through. Yeah, score tries, tick, yep. and fucking old mate Bashy Bashy's not there anymore. But you know, recognised fucking good hooker. Yeah, um, the ingredients. But I mean, this this is why the, the the Raiders, along with Penrith and the Roosters, were among the favourites for the season. Yeah, that's it. Um, as a Raiders fan, I'd be looking at this game and going, "Well, fuck that! That needs to be minimum standard." Yeah. Um, the forwards stood up essentially. Unfortunately, with South, you know they they live and die by Burgeye fucking dropping the ball or not. And this one, sixty four percent, man. Yep, yep, sixty four percent. They they can't they can't sustain their type of football on sixty four percent possession. Add to that that it fucked the attitudes of the players. Yep. Um, South's second phase play has been one of their better points this year. And this game, it was most definitely pass as opposed to run. Yep. And that was the Burgeye. So I don't know whether that was a fatigue thing, whether they were tired, whether they just they didn't yep. know what to do. Yep. But instead of previously where it was, okay, when you have the ball in hand, the instinct is just forward. Yep. It's, okay, well, I've copped the offload and I'll give it to this flat-footed bloke. Yep. It, yeah, it didn't work, but... um. Well, under the Raiders, you've kept Ricky for another year. Yep, yeah, they've won the <laughs> they've won the Ricky Stewart contract extension cup. Little Buffalo that uh, looks like Canberra in Canberra is a thing again. Well, it is there. It is at the moment. GT three fifty one underscore Johns. Oh, fucking this he, this week he was on the Uzo fucking massively. I, I, I speculate that he was massively on it because so many more. He's never sent as many tweets to us every game, <laughs> but all of every tweet for every game that he sent us. <laughs> Was all about the same thing. Stupid rabbits, you had one job to keep further in front of the peptide munching industrial cock inhaling shark gronks. <laughs> one fucking job, you idiots. <laughs> uh, oh, Todd, uh, Todd H, nineteen eighty seven. Where the fuck has this been all year, Raiders? We have the ability to do this, and it's not till the last three rounds we use it. No wonder Raiders fans are frustrated. And uh, Adam Brockman, fuck the rabbitos, fuck their toothless fan base, and fuck that shit song of theirs. Hashtag glory, glory, glory hole. The Storm, 10, defeated the Titans, 8, down at Hope Solo Coliseum in front of an alleged crowd of 14 and a bit. Um, Storm, their 10 came from tries to Curtis Scott, Cameron Munster, and a conversion to Cam Smith. Titans, their points came from a try to AJ Brimson, a conversion to Ash Taylor, and a penalty goal to Ash Taylor. Yeah, it's um fucking punish of a game. That's it. I mean, I said, I said, I said, I mean, the Gold Coast at the moment, and the, I expected to see, obviously, the Storm to control shit relatively, you know, as befits their status and, and their standing on the ladder at the moment. Yep. But I also expected, you know, the Titans to be a bit of a fuck it, you know, because they can put some fucking tries on and they can put some points on. I expected to see a yeah. bit of that fuck it, you know, and just make some shit happen exactly. and and, ho- and you know I thought perhaps get a slightly higher scoring encounter yeah and a far more entertaining encounter this first uh, the first half especially was I think more due to the storm being unstorm like than the titans being better or, or much improved yep um yeah fucking the the brimson versus slater battle was was good to watch and, and that kid coming through He's, uh, I, I think he'll be tough for the Titans to keep. Yeah. You know, when when you've got Anthony Don needing to take a pay cut to stay with the club. Yeah. 
whenever that kid's fucking negotiations. And look, and and, and there's one thing to be said about the Titans. Yeah, and this is not not just, not not saying they're a cunt circus, but um, they're just a club that doesn't have any fucking history. Mm. And so, it's not like young AJ would have grown up, and his dream, his singular purpose in footballing life, yeah, was to play for the Titans. It, it's also not like the Goldies a fucking place that you that passionate about anyway yeah yeah oh yeah well it's, it's a landing zone for for old, old cunts who support other teams well, well especially it's a fucking holiday destination so or, you, or it's can, a, or it's a place you go to die after a lifetime of supporting other teams yeah yeah 100 yeah. but if you can go and play your trade in sydney and get paid fucking half a mil and then go back to the holiday destination for a holiday fucking why not yeah yeah um yeah you look at the storms first half they had at least three Bomb tries where yep. fucking Gunny two yeah, just and and it was just simple stuff that that you'd probably expect somebody to get more times than not, but it was you know okay, well he was a little bit forward and couldn't really take a pass or the the pass didn't sit properly for him or he yep you know when put his foot on the line as as he was going in, um, but then second half the storm came out and Munster really just pulled him by the scruff of the neck. You know, more and more, he's starting to really put his stamp on that team. Yeah. Uh, and um, I'm not sure that there's constant talk about Munster. Every now and again, it always just pops up. What's the talk, Munster, what's, what's the talk you're referring Munster to Munster being circled by clubs, Munster being this here. Fucking, of course he is. He's a state of origin an Australian player. Yeah, um, I mean, I imagine that there was. I imagine the talk was more, you know, back in, remember how he's allegedly fallen out with, you know, Bellamy and whatever. He's fucking there, he's again. I fucking turned you Go, off. Johnny, I fucking love it. I fucking turned you off. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> don't work fucking my phones. Um, look, I, I think one of the things that the Storm do very well, they're, they're famous for taking players that probably aren't aren't wanted or, or in high demand elsewhere and turning them into fucking first well, graders. Role-playing fucking system well, adequate first graders, well, yeah. Well, what comes with that is not paying overs for people. When you're taking players that are, yep. that are on their last legs... It means that when you get a Munster or a a Smith or or yep. whatever, you got uh, the money to lock them down. Yeah, hundred percent. Yep. And who biggest tiger? Alex Brimson is your favourite Shitans player, or you haven't been watching the last three weeks of their football? Mm. Look, I can't say that I have a favourite player at any club other than my own. However, like the 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 way I would say it and the spin I'd put it is that that's the one player out of that side. I go fuck yeah, I'd, I'd have him. In my team, oh, so, yeah, I don't think it even has to be a favourite player, but yeah, you know, I yeah. fucking love watching him play football. Yeah, you know, yeah. In, in the same way that um, you know, I love watching Michael Gordon play football. Different yep. reason. Yep. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, Michael Gordon is obviously you know, sexual reasons. You know, 100%. with a fucking through line that goes back to the time when he was at Penrith. Yeah, fucking, exactly. And ki- fucking killing it that year. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we remember that year. I remember it because he was in my super coach side and he was fucking fantastic. <laughs> I'll, never, I'll never forget you, Flash. That was tremendous that year. Um, the Broncos 22 to feed the Roosters 8 at Allianz. A uh, crowd of just over 13,000 in attendance. The uh, Broncos 22 tries to Isako, who is, uh, has a he has a dream for the oh, likes as well. Uh, Corey Oates and Nikarim also tries uh, Isako two or three conversions and three penalty goals. The uh, Roosters try to Blake Ferguson and uh, Latrell with a penalty and a conversion. My fucking nightmare of nightmares of nightmares 
Can you imagine a fucking Broncos Sharks grand final? Yeah, well, so, yeah, it's certainly the bat the battle of fuck. I mean, the, you know, I've said it before for other grand finals, but you want fucking Bane to rock up, don't you? <laughs> That's the one that you wear. That's the one where you need to stay. I mean, they're fucking gonna. They're gonna. No, no, they're not gonna still demolish the stadium, are they? I mean, you kill two birds with one stone. Well, the only hope we have there, honestly, the yeah. only fucking hope. There's no winner. There's no winner in rugby league fandom for this, though. There's not because both sets of fans are insufferable cunts. Yes, and will make it so fucking aggravating for. Well, I guess for a fucking year. Because I'll carry on like fucking Grover with his fucking Twitter thing, still saying fucking 2017 yeah. premiers. But if that happens, our only hope is we need to get on a plane. Yep. Or we need to fuck off to fucking, where's ISIS in Libya? All over around, you know, in parts of these places, aren't they? And, you know, parts of Iraq and Canterbury Banks, Syria. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We need to go over and join, and join ISIS. Okay. Right. I got the beard. I'll, they'll let me straight in. That's it. And then through our um, the charisma yep, and knowledge of their sacred text, work, <laughs> yeah, our, okay. work our way up <laughs> to positions of power. Yep. And then all we need to do is show them the average Sharks fan. Yep. And Footage the average the Broncos fan. Yep. You know, and- if you want to kill representation of the the sloppy fucking redneck West, what better target than the grand final? That's true. That that's about uh, the least, only way I see it. At least everyone we know will be happily ensconced in the in in the safe in the safe embrace yeah. of the Edinburgh Castle Hotel. <laughs> well, you know, there there are people there actively, actively causing children. To prefer pork as their meat of choice, or pork merchant, yeah. if you will. Um, on the on the subject of this game, though, fucking Broncos can defend. Can defend. I mean, they they they, they took their chance to sort of twist the game and get the ascendancy when they had the man advantage, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know as we've spoken about in the past, it's not necessarily always what has happened with you know with teams being a man down. Um, or being a man up, you know, they're not necessarily always taking advantage of it this year. Mm. But the Broncos did, and then they once they had uh, had gained the upper hand, they never they never con- uh, conceded it. It's something that I've said that I want to see out of the Broncos is that I didn't think they had a leader. Well, Milford doing stuff. How about that? Well, fucking didn't Darius Boyd stand up? Yeah, that that's the best game I think I've seen him have this year. Yeah, and well, I mean, because he was since- he he was doing some cooked shit as recently as what week before last. Yep. Yeah. But so th- this was this was a throwback game. Yep. From when Darius was just fucking everywhere and would appear out of nowhere just at the right time to yep. to do exactly what was needed. Milford kicked the cunt out of the ball. Yeah. Like long kicking game. And that team at the moment, everybody's just doing exactly what they need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, Corey Oates is probably in fucking career best form. Yep. You know, he's he's not just the guy that will finish off the end of the run. He's just not, he's um, not the, the guy that fucking, I, I don't know, what what do you take, penicillin? <laughs> <laughs> he's not just the penicillin merchant of 2017. <laughs> the walking applause. Um, 
Yeah, really. Uh, th- this came down to, as we suggested last week, the Battle of the Fords. Yeah. You know, and, and that young Broncos pack really stood up. And this is one of these um, bitch games that the Roosters Fords have had through the yep. year. We thought they might be past at this time of the year, yeah. but uh, clearly they're not. What do you make of the whole Napa thing? I mean, I'm, I've been trying to sort of get a gauge on where the sentiment was at, and it seems to be there's a lot of Twitter that's like, oh, there's fucking nothing wrong with it, it was an accident. Media probably verging more towards the angle of, you know, he's got a problem with his technique or, you know, mm. did it, does it on purpose, leaves with his head on purpose as a, as a strategy. I don't necessarily think he does it on purpose as a strategy. I do think, though, it is like a bad habit that he has just in his tackling technique. So while, yeah. it, whilst, while it's yeah. accidental, it's something that he should be able to rectify because it's happened before and he should have been able to identify well, it. Let's get a couple of things out of the way here. Yep. Right? The the difference between reckless and careless. Mm-hmm. Do you think what he did was reckless or careless? Uh, so reckless is in he knew the potential. Knew the potential and did, did it anyway. anyway. I, I I just think it's probably more careless, but that's okay. There's a charge for that. That's it. And there's a, there are severe le- levels of that because it doesn't matter if you meant it or not. Yep. It's still the result was that, you know, I'm, I'm McCulloch sure. just knocked the fuck out. And I'm fairly sure he didn't mean to fucking break the guy's jaw and you know when you, you knock him you, out. You, you know when, I mean, you know when, uh, the, his intent when you saw that he was like fucking. Yeah. Like he was shattered standing there before he'd even got the verdict. Yeah. You know. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that he looked shattered because he knew that he'd be missing games. Okay. There was some concern for the guy on the floor, okay. but a lot of it I I read as yeah. um, fucked here, or like short term, fuck the team for the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, longer term, am I going to be able to play finals football? Yeah, yeah. It it really does come down to that. Unfortunately, if you're a repeat offender, yeah. a lot of that stuff, a lot of that other stuff becomes I don't say relevant, but yeah. Well, who cares if it's reckless or careless? Yeah, that's right. Who cares if it's this, that? And if it's a problem, yeah. and, and if it does stem from a problem in, t- in tackling technique or like something he does when he's, you know, when he's a bit fucking under fatigue or something like that, that's something that can be identified and rectified. If, and if it's not, then you fucking get it. You get what you get. This is the other unfortunate thing. It's not his fault that he's a fucking giant cunt. Yeah. But if he's smaller, they're those tackles that people knock that get knocked out. Yeah. When you go in- and you tackle with your left shoulder, yeah. but you should position yourself for your right. Yeah. They're those tackles where somebody's hip hits you in the side of the face. Yeah. They're the tackles where you cop a knee in the temple and you fucking Dallas Johnson for a week. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just the fact that he's massive. Yeah. That it's his it's head hit. hitting other it's heads. Hit. Yeah. And not hips hitting his face. Yeah. And it's like usually an, an upright head, you know, being yeah. speared by his forehead, which is that happens, yeah. you know, the strongest part of his head. So. Yeah. 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 But, All else you know, aside, it. It is a technique issue, and because it's a repeat offence, something's got to happen about it. Yep. And uh, rest in peace, Andrew McCulloch. <laughs> uh, you were, you were a hooker for the Broncos. You weren't. A, you weren't a carried wall. You weren't carried. <laughs> but you know, you weren't Greg Canescu. But you know, you you wore the nine. <laughs> I can certainly say that. <laughs> 
<laughs> Jim Man Bear Pig, uh, thinking about how much James Roberts resembles Richard Ramirez and giving him a new nickname, Night Stalker. But that made me just think about Matt Lodge and how fucked it is that he plays NRL. Well done, Brisbane Broncos, you cunts. Who's Richard Ramirez? The Night Stalk serial killer. Look him up. Look him up just while I'm doing these tweets. Look him up so I can have a look at the picture. I didn't follow it up. Because for me, it's still like James Roberts is still the fucking guy that killed Patrick Swayze and yeah. Ghost. Like, like, hands down. So you want to be good to beat that. Uh, the biggest tiger. Bennett's aura is back. Settle down, mate. No, no chance. Alpha Ben RL. Show me a picture of that. Like this guy looks more like Mick Jagger than James Roberts. Look, I can see why he, I can see why he did it, but no, not even close. Not 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 nearly as good as the as the guy out of Ghost. Yeah, no fucking way. Um, Alpha Ben RL. Only Teddy and Manu can hold their heads up. Maybe friend. Well done, Broncos. You deserve that. Isako is a weapon. Roosters killed themselves with errors due to Broncos' tight game. No excuses. Uh, Ryan F. The best. I wake up this morning to this mock outrage over Napa's slight tap. It's clear the media are just trying to bring the minor premiers down. Nothing wrong with the hit. Come on. Hashtag bitches get stitches. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a, that's, a, that's a smoky for the ballot for Gronk of the Year. That can't that actually fucking makes me laugh. Uh, the Cronulla Sharks. Even his name's a bit of a fucking stab. Uh, oh, tremendous. Cronulla Sharks, 38, defeated the Newcastle Knights, 12. Um, venue, Reclaim Australia Stadium, crowd of just under 12,000. The uh, Sharkies had tries to Holmes, Dugan, a double to Lee, Fecky and Townsend also. Uh, Holmes, four or five conversions. Edric Lee got one and uh, Holmes, two or two penalty goals. The Knights tries to Meany and Saifidi D and uh, CO, two of two conversions. Starting to hit their straps, old Sharkies. Yeah. Not starting, they've been you know, playing this way for a little while. Well, yeah, a little while, real little while. Yeah. Um, again, you, over the last little while, if you'd had to pick a weakness in the Sharks, it was you know, probably in Townsend, maybe in... Braley in some games. Yeah. Um, those guys have fucking stepped up. Say what you I like mean, say yeah. what you like about Dugan, but close to the line. Yeah. You know, there's there's very well, that few tall centers. that tall, long legged fucking thing can step. he can yeah. he I mean that's one of the few things that I I mean before he was a a, a total fucking tampon, I mean, you know, he was also he was pretty good at cutting the ball back. Yep. Off a kick. That's it. But he's always been, you know, that close to the line. He's also been, you know, he's always been great. Yeah. Um, it's just it's- a matter of getting him on the field so that he can be close to the line. That's yes. the main problem. Yes. If you look at the sponsor triangles on the back fence, they're all fucking sponsored by Green Whistle Companies. Oh, okay. So he's just trying to get up in there. Look, I ain't going to hate Green Whistle's fucking tremendous. <laughs> 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 Look, out of all the games this week, this one was probably the the one that went to. Yeah, to I mean, Knights, Knights have run their race. I mean, um, there was no, no there was no way, no further improvement in the season for them. And yeah, yeah congratulations on not getting the spoon. Um, best season ever. When are they going to finish? Like fucking tenth or something, eleventh. Man, the Newcastle Knights' success is your new purgatory. You shouldn't care so much, man. I don't. I don't. Yeah, you do. I don't care about Newcastle Knights' success. This is I don't consider this success. That's that's probably more the point. I don't consider this success. Yeah, well, as an inherently negative person, you wouldn't. Being a manly fan. I am, I am fucking sunshine and rainbows, my friend. I'm an absolute paragon of positivity. So how fucking dare you try and bring me down? <laughs> positivity in this place? Yes. Like a fucking chair at Manly. You bring your own. 
There's not enough to go around. Hey, I bring mine, you bring yours, everyone's fucking happy. Um, you know, the, the Knights, they've got plenty to be happy about this season. They, they lost their star recruit for a, a vast portion of the season and, and still managed to jag some wins while they were in there. Um, realistically, though, this to the Sharks, they, they look to be, and I know it's a cliche, but as a team, they look to be enjoying their football. And when you got a game that relies on going a little bit extra, yeah, you know, you look at a, a team that's enjoying their football like the Sharks are, versus a team like Parramatta, yeah, who you can tell yeah. are not enjoying going out there and playing every week. Yeah, you know, it, because they're Parramatta, <laughs> and they, and you know what. It's like as the yeah you don't you don't want to go out on the field with that mentality. It's as simple as reading the fucking letterhead on the contract before you sign it. That's <laughs> it. It's been happening yeah. since fucking nineteen eighty two or exactly. nineteen eighty three or something. Fucking like mm. what? yeah, you fucking were warned. In fact, your fucking your father was warned, and he should have fucking warned you because that's how long it's been going on. <laughs> um, yeah, the the sharks just went in, and, and to them it was a little more than an opposed training. Yep. I mean, it's, it's yeah, it's 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 exciting to see a, a team in the in the top eight that's uh, that's or top, well, I guess top four contention. You know, at the end of the season, actually playing to it. <laughs> well, yeah, who seem to be gearing the right towards yeah, yeah. finals football. That's like, what I mean, like the Broncos, and, and the, the Broncos, the yeah. Broncos appear to be building. The Warriors, you know, arguably. Um, sharks definitely, but then you look, you know, you compare and contrast with, mm-hmm. well, yeah, the roosters. I'm not going to put the line through the roosters yet either, not at all. but, uh, you know, that's two losses on the trot though. So, you know, fucking sort themselves out, mm. but you know, South look a bit tired, you know, dragons obviously fucking cooked panthers, you know, probably cooked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's good to see a couple of teams looking like they're doing the thing where they're tapering for the right time, you know? Yeah. Uh, and sharks are definitely one of them. Um, Devonhead, I can't wait to see what memorabilia the Sharks release after this result. <laughs> up, up to fifth. <laughs> Hashtag pep, peptide merchants. Oof. The funny thing this that I like this weekend was fucking Penrith got fucking smashed, but they kept moving up in the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it was. Oh, it's, fu- it's fucking hilarious when you're watching when you're watching like the live like the live yeah. ladder. <laughs> fucking funny. And uh, speaking of the live ladder, fucking hell, the Doggies 38 defeated the Dragons 0 at their own fucking home. Crowd of just under 12,500. The Doggies tries to Morris J, Morris B, Remus Smith with a hat trick. Uh, Ogden also with a try. Uh, Holland 6 of 6. King Kerridge 6 of 6 conversions and a penalty goal. Fucking hell. I, was there ever any thought of Morris' revenge game? No. It's been that long. It's almost like, you know, they're old. Yeah. You know, it's like, you think like fucking dementia would have taken over no. the, any thoughts of revenge. Exactly. Fucking hell. Um, how good does this Bulldogs team look when they're a little bit unshackled? When they've got a little bit more fucking energy in what they're doing? I just it, like the... I, I, I just love fucking Lewis, and the reason why is because he he's a fucking kid, and he looks like he's, he's going out there playing like a kid. When he, you know, like he's actually having fun, no fear. 
Yeah. Doing just fucking stopping and just putting up a kick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah. It it really is that, you know, well, okay, if he's half a pace faster, you've got to be half a pace faster to keep up. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, your whole attacking line is coming at the defence faster than they're used to, which shortens their decision-making time mm-hmm. and shit opens up. Like it, it's not fucking rocket science. And fucking Remus. Fucking Remus. What a name. Dufty said as he ran past him for the second time, burning him. Burn him on the outside once, burn him on the inside. Like, <laughs> Duff, like McGre- so McGregor drops Dufty for, I, I guess, from what I've heard, it was like, you know, to show that, like, you know, you motherfuckers ain't safe. I could cut anyone anytime because I'm a mad man. Like, <laughs> Don't you know I'm a loco? <laughs> yeah, you want you want <laughs> you want to play games with me, yes? Don't you know I'm loco? Um, but yeah, yeah, I fucking loco, man. Get sacked because it didn't work, and that maybe that shows maybe that's a you know an illustration of the temperament of Dufty and in, in like that sort of millennial fucking kick the you know kick cans fucking bullshit. Did you see Dufty after the game about social media? <sighs> Yeah, but when you get when when you're a little fucking speedy hype machine of the fucking 2018s, 2017s, yeah, and you're getting burned by fucking when you when you're getting nay reamed by fucking no name, <laughs> yeah, he's made his name now exactly. Fucking it, um, gee, it was great because like I've I've fucking dragons fans and Dufty is a tiresome combination on social media. Yeah, that is true, and. Fuck that sorted him out. Here's the thing, though. All the talk this week I've seen around, oh, Ben Hunt's not living up to his price tag. Ben Hunt's not living up to his price tag. The fucking shit cunt dragons are the ones who gave him the price tag. I, I don't remember anything about, I'm not coming unless you give me a mill. Yeah, but also, I mean, and the other thing is, you know what? Yeah, he's not living up to the price tag. However... As has happened, you know, uh, with Manly in uh, in past seasons, and I mean, not not so much at this season, or certainly not in the first rotation. But you know what? If the forwards don't fucking do the job, hundred percent. And he's the, and he's also yeah. the only guy now because Widdop's injured. But we also have said before as well that you know, even when the forwards aren't doing the job, there's still there's still things that your half can do. You know? It's true, but um, I mean, they need to have a genuine partner though as well. Hundred percent. Because if like Ben Hunt's the only guy, he like is. while Widdop's not on the field, Ben Hunt's Ben Hunt's the only guy. So anything that's going to come from the Dragons, there's, there's things like at that stage, if you're a million bucks a year, yeah, you know, when you're getting into the tail end of this game, and it's not completely out of reach, yeah, you know. Can I just say that that's not this game you're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> you know. When, when you're putting in your fifth tackle kicks, yeah, for them not even to angle towards the sideline yeah. and go straight and dead and give them seven tackles, yeah, it's yeah, and that's and poor that's unforgivable player over, over, yeah, on his behalf. But it's got nothing to do with the price tag, no, because the dragons, the dragons were the one that instigated that at the state. He was the only available half. They needed to recognise one after getting rid of Benji. Yep, and they offered him the milk. You know, so it's yeah, not about him living up to the price tag. They've basically just bought a fucking Louis Vuitton handbag from eBay and they're cracking the shits when it's fake. I'll tell you what, you can get some very good fakes. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe Ben Hunt's one of those. However, it has to be said, Origin is... F- like, the Dragons fans are like, oh, fucking Origin's no fair. Yeah, because we fucking... We suck after Origin because all our players played Origin. Uh, you know what? 
I don't think, you know, maybe there was a period of fatigue or something like that with some mm-hmm. of the players, you know, and like a bit of a hangover, like you were saying, yep. you know, weeks ago, like motivationally with, mm-hmm. you know, some of the New South Wales guys. But you know what? Origins dead set fuck Ben Hunt. Yeah. The way he got fucking, he got assholed out of the, out of the job. Ah. Oh. No, it is dead set. It's like, it's a, it's a straight up confidence hit because now when he, when he's in a position when he's, you know, Widdop's not there, he's the guy has got to make something happen. Yeah. Like you're saying, those kicks he put in. Yeah. They were they weren't mistakes. He wasn't trying to do something and then it fucked up and turned into another thing. That was his. That was what he was doing. That was he wasn't his intention to kick it dead. But the the fucking kick otherwise mm-hmm. was that was what he wanted. Mm-hmm. To, that was what his idea. So he's actually fucking clueless. Like he's devoid of imagination. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and he, look, he was also hidden in the first part of this year by that forward pack. Yeah. Yeah, he still played. Yeah, he still played well though. Mm. He did some shit. Oh yeah, I don't no, want. I don't. I don't. I don't want the current Ben Hunt form, post-origin form, to like diminish. You know, that he was playing well in the first half. Hundred percent. But um, yeah. Dragons, you can't fucking cooked. One and done. Super Grover four. Fuck me, the Dragon fans have gone full tard. They went from lauding how great they were having Origin players and being made premiers to fuck Origin is not fair. Fuck the coach. Fuck the players. Fuck mm. the board. Fuck everything. Hashtag puff the tragic dragon. Hashtag choke is provoked. Didn't even need to be provoked. That's the that's the that's the well. It's not a sad yeah. thing. But I mean, it's all it's all good. Like, it's only, yeah, whatever gets you there faster. But, yeah. <laughs> the broken chapo. You know the best thing about destroying the dead V. It wasn't the absolute masterclass by Lachlan Lewis. It wasn't scoring thirty eight points and keeping the dead V scoreless. It was the shit eating grin that Remus Smith had every time he was going in for one of his three tries. Giannis underscore Mateus. Can somebody explain why it's easier to change prime ministers than dragon coaches? They're all about ousting Douse and fucking Sack Mary again now. How quick they turn. Did you see him, his press conference? No, I did not. Direct quote. At the beginning of the year, we played with a lot of arrogance in our game, and I think we've lost that. I fucking struggled all week to try and fucking reconcile in my head what the fuck he means by that. I think he's he's probably trying to to maybe he meant confidence. I, yeah, I, I have very little time for people that fucking say things, and the meaning of the words they use is not is not it, correct. Yeah. yeah. Well, because well, I mean, because well, I mean, arrogance would imply like you know a disrespect for the opposition exactly. or something like that, and and you know perhaps getting pants thirty eight nil by a fucking pub side. Maybe that was arrogance. Maybe maybe you were a bit fucking arrogant in yes. that game and expecting to bank uh, two points. Mm. Tell you what though, like legit doggies, legit fucking bogey side though at this time of year for Dragons. Isn't it just? Well not even this time of year, like I think it's like what, six Four, or seven yeah. now? Seven or eight is fucking That's it. crazy. JSJ Hogan, what a great way to end the weekend. A six try to nil hammering of the Dragons. While we are languishing at the wrong end of the ladder, the past few weeks have given a lot of supporters hope for an improved twenty nineteen season. Hashtag no spoon twenty eighteen. Hashtag provoke the choke. And that is good. I mean, like Bulldogs fans, I mean it's it's a great way to end the season. If they can, especially if they can fucking jag another one this week, I mean, at least you you forget how bad the season was. And then, you, well, you, go, you go out with a warm fuzzy feeling. There's enough new blood there. Yeah. For people to turn up yep. next year. Yep. Yeah, exactly. You know? GT three fifty one underscore Johns. There best win of the season for us, fan. Fucking tastic. I would have even taken a loss just to see those testicles slurping drug munchers from the shy not get forth. <laughs> He's even smiting his own side just to keep them out of the four. Uh, heavy. Un- I mean, honestly, the only 
possible good fucking outcome from a Sharks grand final win would be the tweets. Would storm. be his tweets, yeah. Uh, that and, is true. And you and you better fucking turn up to the meetup, man. Because I, I just like hearing him just fucking <laughs> gronk off about it. It'd be hilarious. Heavy underscore Nova. What a spectacular day. Mm. According to uh, the Fox commentators, we've had the tackle of the year by Sione Mataudia and now try of the year by Remus Smith. I also thought there was try of the year in the Storm game. Wasn't there? Was that another try of the year? I don't remember. They fucking say it so often. Mm. I think there might have been a try of the year in the Storm game too. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that Monsters crossfield strolling? Yeah, it must have been. I don't know. Huh. I don't remember. But I'm pretty sure I saw a try in the, in the Manly game too, but that one with fucking Turbo with the one hand catch and flick up. Um, fuck, that's it. Round done. One left. Previews. Okay, first up. Thursday night, Tigers again. This time they are facing the Rabbits at ANZ Stadium. Robert Jennings is back from a hamstring injury. Uh, now they're starting to get that back line. Look, I don't, I'm I'm not a massive fan of AJ at fullback. However, just in terms of the personnel from one through one through seven, it's looking that's pretty much where they want to be, right? Yeah, I think so. Which is good, right time of the season for that. That's it. Tigpies, Packer is replaced with uh, Eisenhuth and Elijah Taylor back at lock. This is going to be interesting. Now that the Tigers know that they've tied up ninth, can they win a game? Do they let themselves actually get out there and win? Now, <sighs> knowing that it can't fuck up their ninth. Do the Rabbitohs, uh, can they right the ship? I mean, they, you know, they, need, they need a lot more. Just because, like, let's face it, this is a team that's not even going to be in the finals. They need to fucking beat this team. This is a good showing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And where are the where are the rabbits sitting? I just uh, let me just open up the the table for a second. Third. I just want to, and I just want to see, check out the scenarios for those guys. What they can actually do. So they're third, and they're four and against is sort of forty odd under the roosters. Okay, so, so you'd think thirds about as good as they can. Okay, do. so it would have to be a a gigantic. Yeah, they they win by twenty. Roosters lose by twenty. Yeah, I mean, you, you, know, you well, would if think, they win and the Roosters yeah. lose, they go ahead. Yeah, you would um, think the, Roos, the Roosters certainly with the easiest matchup of the weekend taking on the yeah, Eels. Yeah, it. yeah. So you you would expect that the the best that they could do would be to, yeah, and they're four against as far inferior and, uh, to the, the Melbourne Storm as well. So, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. So good tussle at the end there for the top four, but um, we'll have a look at the end of the after all these matches and just uh, try and speculate where it'll end up though. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think the Rabbits will win because they they just fucking have to. Really, yeah, that's it. Uh, the Warriors take on the Raiders at Mount Smart. Canberra with a chance to do a third giant killing performance in three weeks. Yep. This time they don't have the in-Canberra aspect in their favour. Uh, I, d- I don't... Does this... It, yeah, I, Green's not back yet. Yep. Raiders get Caesar back. Is that an improvement on last week or not? Look, it could be, but um, is he, he's in the twenty-one here. I see. I mean, he's, he's actually. Have you seen? Is he actually in the lineup? I mean, for for the list I'm looking at, he's just twenty-one. So, does that mean he's really back or no? Um, look, he, he's not named at seven. Okay, but he's named as available. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, look, it was no green, no problem last week. 
the Warriors, I'd say, do that better than, than any team at the moment. This season they have, yeah, yeah. because, I mean, they had similarly good results when, uh, you know, Johnson when was Johnson out. Johnson was yeah. out, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I, I I think the Warriors will uh, get home on this one. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're for and against where they are in their far field. Oh, fuck, look, you know, if the Sharks take a loss. So there's that, the, the entire bottom eight are all on 28 points. Uh, 30 points. 30 points, Sorry. 30 points. You got, yeah, and then top are, and the, and the top are on 32 with the exception of the Storm. That's it. Um, four and against takes, um, like, uh, in my opinion, the top three teams out of the equation. Cronulla still have a pretty nice four and against as well. But, you know, a heavy win to the Warriors, heavy loss to the Cronulla. Yeah. 20 each way, and that's, that's pretty much rubbed it out. There so, yeah. Um, moving right along, though, we'll get to those ones. The Storm take on the Panthers at the Korean Housewife. Disappointing by both teams last week. Yes. And if one of these teams are going to turn that performance around, it's not Penrith. It's Melbourne Storm yeah. in Melbourne. It yeah. yeah. Uh, like, I'd just love to see anything from the from the fucking Panthers, to be honest. So do I. I mean, just, just then, just then, it's just, yeah. it's like that reminds me of that meme, though, you know, with the, 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 uh, the burning the, house. No, 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 this, no, no, this no, no. The one with the, the, one with the, 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 the stick figure with the stick just poking on the ground, like, do something. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's what, yeah. that's what, that's where, that's where I am with Penrith at the moment, just do something. Maloney's back. Um, which we got, I mean, because they look, they, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to disparage clear anything, but they look fairly rudderless last week. So I think Maloney yeah, they, can probably. They did. I don't think getting Maloney back's their issue. I don't think it's their issue, but I think it improves them because I mean, even think of times in Origin where New South Wales were fucked, were fucked, and yeah. and Maloney was the one, you know, through kicking and and whatever yeah, else to turn it around. Hundred percent. So, but Maloney can be fucking sitting down with a fucking Ebola and AIDS and whatever else. I don't yeah. give a shit. I want to see fucking three quick hit ups mm. where you hit, get a knee. And you're up playing the ball before the second fucking marker can be set. Yeah. Then you've got your fucking dummy half putting people in behind the ruck. Oh look! All of a sudden, there's room on the edges. Like it's not fucking hard. Yeah. And they did it so well in the beginning of the season. Yeah. That yeah. that that game isn't. We need Maloney back for that. No, no. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, that that's hook ball. Anyway, storm by fucking. That's Griffin ball though. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought Zeraldo Ball was a very similar brand of football, but I mean, he's removed that aspect. <laughs> the win, <laughs> the winning, yeah. and the and the yeah, and the quick play. and 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 also the, like the line speed in defence as well. I mean, well, you know, or, or should I say that repeated offside play that, <laughs> that never got pinged in? <laughs> Stop it! That, that was in the most you know pinged referee period in the game. Yeah, it only seemed to affect the teams on the, the, the like to wrestle. Um, and fucking, what, one thing we didn't mention was um, Dean Faro. Fucking broken arm, gone. Yeah. So he's, uh, what the, hey, this, I, was just, I was just noticing that Peachy's coming uh, coming in the back line. Um, what do you make of this, you know, of the whispers of potentially Maloney being shot for the Titans and Peachy doing the old uh, cherry backflip? Fucking stupid move if it's true. Yeah. And, and again, nothing against Tyrone Peachy. Nothing yeah. at all against Tyrone Peachy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's not, not the right move to sacrifice Maloney for Peachy. Yep. Knights take on the Dragons in Newcastle on Old Boys Day. And the Dragons are shit. Dragons choking the fuck out of themselves. Mm. 
I mean, they're on the sail barge with a fucking sexy bitch around their neck at the moment, right? <laughs> um, little Star Wars humor for you there. And uh, what do we got? Connor Watson out. Ooh, Jack Hogger come in. That's not good. <laughs> um, oh, fuck. I don't know what to tell you, old boys. <laughs> I'm tipping Newcastle here. Fucking. Go out with a bang. No ponger. Uh, Look, if they had Connor Watson in and Ponga was in, yeah, true. That's that's pretty much peak Newcastle for yeah, 2018. That's it. And if that were the case, then I could potentially see something, you know, something brewing. Well, you and Aikens out. Yeah, Aikens out. Duffy's gonna. I mean, learn from that, and hopefully. Here's the thing: if the Knights can get one or two early, it might start to. That that snowballs because the yep. dragons are that head fucked at the moment. Yep, yep. Um, and look, you know, for what you're saying, Toy, you know, me and you know, me and the knights and all that sort of thing. I hope they fucking win because, like, you know, one thing is is more powerful, and it's like the the continued un- unabated choking of the, <laughs> of the dragons is uh, it's a it's fucking it's like a drug. It's like a fucking and 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 if the if they could do it in ra- in the last round of the competition. I mean, yeah, it would be the kind of drug I would just take way too much of, and uh, <laughs> then <laughs> probably reach for the frozen Mars bar, and you know, in a in a beautiful act of symmetry. <laughs> um, where are we? Titans take on the Cowboys at uh, Hope Solo, the final regular season game, or well, the final game for Jonathan Thurston. What's this? The great oh, yeah. Jonathan oh, that's Thurston. What his last one is? The last. I saw someone on Twitter say, why couldn't they do it? You know, why couldn't they play it in Coffs Harbour? You know, it's like a commemorative thing. That is true. Um, look. They are playing it in a busted cunt. I, f- <laughs> I feel I feel like that this game is more like, you know, what I was saying I wanted to see from the Titans last week. Yeah. This was, there's probably more potential for, that. for them to do it in this game. Yeah. However, if the Cowboys front up like they did last week, I'll fucking, I'll fucking smash them. Yeah. I'll destroy them. Yeah. Tamari Martin back in. I, I, look, I don't think the, the Titans will be as easy a target as the Eels were. No, 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 I don't but, think so. I just feel I feel it would, it, it would be more of a shootout. Yeah. But uh, still a Cowboys win, I think. Yep. Next, the Eels take on the Roosters Saturday night. This is um, the final. This is the, the Coffin Nail Cup, this one we're going to call it. Are the Roosters resting their entire first grade squad? Uh, look... The roost, if, if the not, roosters will know. I th- okay, so the storm are already played at this stage. If the storm have beaten the Panthers, yep, then they will be in an unassailable position for the minor premiership. Yep. If the Panthers can somehow jag a win, though, let's say the Panthers win by ten, then I mean the the roosters have the ability to inflict a very heavy defeat, the likes of which like the the Correct. Cowboys did last week. Correct. So let's just say that like just to be conservative. The Roosters could very easily, if if they were in the right mood, could easily inflict a, a twenty four point 40, or thirty yeah. point loss on the on the the Eels, and then bump their for and against their differential up to about one hundred and seventy seven. Mm. In which case, a Storm loss you would expect would be you know take two or more off them. That's it. Uh, in which case, then you know it's game on. And I mean, and if the Storm were to lose by two, and they need to win by thirty, you know, thirty four or thirty two or something yeah. like that. Then they've got a target, they and they're like the minor yeah. premiership is fucking game on. Yeah. The storm win though, it just that's the problem. The results last week, 
there was some great upsets and all that sort of thing. That's fantastic. Mm. But it really fucked us a, a suspenseful final round because it kind of fucked out the minor premiership. Oh, look, I think that aside, the Roosters will be wanting to go in after two in a row. And they'll still want to. Be, I mean, the Roosters will still want to finish second. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and uh, once again, and, and the Rabbits. I mean, who are the Rabbits playing again? We've already done that one. I forgot who they're playing. Um, that's right, playing Tigers on Thursday. You know, the Rabbits would have either either won or lost at that stage. If the Rabbits have lost, then then they're not challenging for the top two. Yep. If the Storm have already won, then the Roosters can't challenge for first. Yeah. Um, the Sharks have not played at that stage, though. I guess. But so that's the only the- other. I'm just trying to think of the mentality that would yeah. make someone rest people. I, I, yeah, true. I, I just still think the Roosters will want to go in now with it. They've had two losses in a row. They probably can't rest players because they want to get some continuity and some That's bit of it. fucking form exactly. on the board, yeah. And you also want to go in not as the, oh, shit, well, they're coming off three in a row. Mm-hmm. The Dragons, they call them. Do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Roosters, 13 plus. Yep. Agreed. And uh, the Doggies taking on the Sharks. Big test. I mean, obviously, the tails are up for the doggies at the moment. They've pulled off some upsets. Um, got smashed by Manly, but um, they, they smashed the Dragons last week. The Sharks, yeah, as we said earlier, they seem, seem to be one of the few that kind of uh, are tapering and looking like they're building towards the final series like you'd want to see if you were a fan of the side. Um, this one, though, I'm, I'm, it's one of the more interesting games, I think, it's funny when you look at the ladder position, you'd go, well, what? But I think it's one of the more interesting games, just the way that both teams are going yeah. at the moment. I mean, they're two, yeah, undeniably form teams of the two, two of the form teams at the moment. At the moment, correct. Obviously, means everything to the Sharks because depending on the on what happens to the Roosters and the and the Rabbits, I mean, the Sharks have a, a, a legit, legitimate opportunity of finishing third. I, mean, I guess it depends. They want to pick their encounter. I mean, and I think third is is super attractive. If the, if the rabbits lose to if the rabbits lose to uh, the um, the tigers, or if the or if the rabbits have a close win over the tigers and give the and give the sharks an achievable total. I mean, they only need what they're twenty behind. So, you know, give them an art, a target to aim at. Yeah, it's much more preferable to play in Sydney, albeit away in quotes. But yeah. in the same town as your own fucking team is, and you can you know pack it out with your own fans against a team that doesn't necessarily draw a crowd. True. Instead of going down to fucking Melbourne, and I mean I know that they've got the Melbourne's Melbourne's number recently. Yeah. But you just don't want to go to round one and play against fucking Melbourne in 100%. Melbourne in the finals. You don't. So yeah, I guess it's a couple of interesting t- tussles. I think Sharkies will win, but uh, yeah, I don't think it'll be as easy as they as they would like. The, the way the dogs have been winning. Yeah, don't doesn't fill me with a lot of confidence that they can go up against the sharks. Well, not match it with them if the sharks clamp down. You know. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Um, and finally, the uh, Broncos take on the mighty Manly Seagulls at Suncorp. Um, Jake Turpin comes in for the dead Andrew McCulloch. That's just, that's that's insensitive of me. The recently deceased Andrew Andrew McCulloch. And uh, what do we got here? Tafua dropped. It's fucking weird. I mean, he drops the ball like once a game. And I mean, the fucking meters he makes from, uh, you know, carting the ball up off kicks and stuff, you know, mm. whatever. Uh, Matt Wright comes in, plotter. Um, Paseca is the guy that gets to be selected instead of Frank Winterstein this week. Um, and uh, Jetski benched. Although Jetski's first in, it wasn't too bad last week. 
Look, Manly flogged the Broncos last time, and I don't see any reason why it would be different. I mean, the Broncos, now that the, the, the specter of being chased down by the Tigers has disappeared, it wouldn't surprise me. I mean, they've got there's a little bit of emotion attached to the game. It's Sammy's last game, you know, in front of a home crowd. Uh, unless, you know, once again, scenarios. Okay, bottom eight scenarios. Let's look at it. So the Panthers, we've got them penciled in for a loss, so they're going to remain on 30. Yep. And with a differential of worse than 50. By, yep. the end, by the end of that uh, game. The Dragons, what we say to them? We said they're going to... Win. Do we? Who are they playing again? Newcastle. Uh, yeah, you said the Knights going to win, didn't you? Yeah, no problem. Okay, let's see the Dragons win. So that no means problem. the Dragons will probably get themselves up to up to fifth place then at the expense of Penrith, you would think. Mm-hmm. Only 13 differential between them. Broncos are going to lose, so they're going to remain stuck where they are. Probably actually it's going to probably rub out there and tie for and against. Now look at mm-hmm. it. They're only up 24. Uh, and the Warriors, we got them down for a win. And uh, so fuck this. So uh, at the end of all that, what are the, does the, we go five to eight? Does it go Dragons, Dragons, Warriors, Penrith, Brisbane? Are you saying Brisbane will lose? Yes, yeah. And not only that, they'll get their four and against rubbed out. So they'll probably finish on. I mean, they, only, they they got beaten by about that last time. I think about twenty four. Was it? So was it eighteen? Yeah, no, nah, no way. Brisbane lose that game. Okay, we shall see. Manly always winning Brisbane, as I've said, and uh, as has proven to be true. And uh, this will be no no different. The um. So yeah. So what do we make that then? The so Penrith are going to go down. Dragons, fucking Warriors for and against Warriors probably. Pen- think- Penrith look like the only top eight team that won't win this week. I think, I, th- I think the the Warriors. I mean, if Penrith lose, and the Warriors they've, they've got a good chance of putting on some for and against. I think mm-hmm. Canberra can concede some points, mm-hmm. so they can take their twenty one. And if with a Penrith loss, you know, provided it, you know even a little one, ten point loss. Well, this is what I'm saying. With everybody on the same points, Penrith look yep. like to be the only top eight team. That will lose a match this week. But fucking the Warriors would love to claw all that back and get themselves up to fifth or sixth, which I think they can do, and um, and get themselves a home final. Yeah. So that, that's huge for them. And uh, Broncos will just be uh, glad to be in the eight after the, the way they go out. Mark my words. No McCulloch, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's last game they might play him in fucking hooker you'll see what happens we've well, seen what happens before Sammy and hooker who was a fucking it was a recipe for disaster manly fucking the more you put on the more you get back <laughs> you buy some fucking you buy something outdoor setting <laughs> <laughs> Mailbag time. First up, we had Super Grover. Four. I don't like these express episodes. It's like going to the bottle and finding out that your beer is now 4.2% and comes in 330 mil stubbies for the same price. Someone's getting cheated here. Well, no. Actually, no one's getting cheated. Feel free to fucking pay what you pay for your stubbies every week. Yeah, that'd be good. Guarantee you fucking two hours. Yeah. Hey, Big Andy. One. Oh, my old mate Andy, big Andy. I haven't fucking heard from him in ages. Stepdad may hate underscores, but his favourite saying is 
I need more than two hands to count how many times he says it every episode. Damn straight. See, that, that was your cue to go. 100%. <laughs> uh, Rishi underscore Rishi. Um, hey, uh, this week in league, maybe next week, everyone on the peninsula could put out their garden chairs for Trent. They should. I'll, 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 fucking, I'll throw one on Insta. Except I someone don't, will, don't have any chairs. Someone will think it's council collection day. <laughs> everyone will just be one short next time they have a dinner party. <laughs> The underscore GM. I'm going to see if I can get Luciano Buffet Leilua, as in Buffet Leilua, to stick as a nickname to compliment his brother BJ. A BJ Buffet would be phenomenal until you look down and see two cross-eyed 120 kilo islanders down there. <laughs> Unless you're Glenn. <laughs> that sounds dangerously close to a game that we played in my Bucks party. Okay, unpack that. That's not going to go straight through the keeper. <laughs> So what was the, what's what's so what's the game? Getting getting blown by <laughs> You're sitting around a table playing cards. Okay. And under the table was a um renter. And was slowly, you know, she'd So it was, it was more like a, it's like a Commandant Lassard situation in the police academy. And you had to try and pick <laughs> who it was. <laughs> Oh, and what and what were the stakes then? Because you're playing cards though, right? So, I mean, there's the, the winner. The... If, no, if they pick it, you have to take a shot. Okay. So, and she'd keep swapping. Okay. So, there were a couple of ways you could pick it. You could pick someone she'd just finished on. And it was always the guys that sort of, you know, look down. And like, oh. <laughs> um, Mr. Hectic. He's retweeted an interesting one for us. Mm. Quote tweeted one. From uh, our friend Cavernous Hope, who's who tweeted, after all the upsets this weekend, the NRL really don't want the Knights to beat the Sharks. This is fucking stupid. So he's uh, he sent it to us and said, I guess it runs in family. That's uh, C-A-V-E-R-N-O-U-S-H-O-P-E. Thanks, Hectic. Flash 1480. Ponga needs to have a good think. The last guy who had a dream ended up playing at Para, and the guy before that got shot outside a Memphis hotel. Either way, it probably won't work out. <laughs> it might be better staying in Newey. <laughs> um, and he's, of course, he's one of our valued international members over in Japan. Uh, general stuff. Okay, so grand final meetup. Just a reminder again, save the date. Special meetup for Twill Nation members on Saturday, September 29th, venue TBA, because we haven't actually decided yet we've had uh, some scouts down there in sydney trying out a couple of places to see what they're like and uh we'll make a decision and we'll and we'll let you know via email or whatever prior to that weekend uh it'll be central though and then the big one grand final day kicks off around midday and uh we will be doing the same location we booked it yet edinburgh castle hotel and cbd yes you booked it yeah. oh fucking nice they're giving us any extra stuff because we were so good last year i don't know I the email at 11 o'clock today. Okay, good. I haven't done shit. All right, excellent. Um, merch on the site. Um, fucking go and buy it for fuck's sake, will you? Just clean it out. Because I'm going to tell I'll probably I'll probably give it a rest over the off-season. Because I mean, obviously over the off-season, we're not pumping out content all the time. That's I'm not going to pay for a fucking online store presence. Yeah, so I'll no. probably deactivate the store. So you've probably got until the, after the Twillies to you know grab up all that fucking merchandise, yo. And it's about how many memberships again? Real dad? I mean, fate stepdad? About five? Is there One, two, three. Three. Fucking there you go. Three memberships left. Get in while the getting is good. And uh, that's it. 
full time for episode 302. Thanks for listening, everyone. As always, you can interact with us on Twitter. So follow at TWI League, also on Facebook.com this week in League. We have a hashtag Twill Nation Facebook group set up, and uh, it's fucking popping. Is it? And uh, it's good to see. I have to go in there. Yeah, you have to go. And I have to make your name in too because you hadn't you hadn't actually accepted the invitation. I am very when- <laughs> poor on Facebook. I'm very bad at it. I just um, I can see it becoming a great a great place f- over the off season as well. Okay, where when people get bored with no footy. Oh, this is going to try and kick shit off in there. Okay. So look, so uh, if you're on Facebook and you want to join the group, just uh, just do a search for hashtag uh, Twill Nation is the name of the group with including the hashtag, and uh, send through it. It's a it's a it's a a closed group, but a publicly available group. So basically, you see it and you just click on the thing to join, and I'll just go through and just do a sweep a couple of times a day and just uh, approving. And get the people. in there, and anyone that has foundation member under their name. Mm-hmm. Fucking just run at them very fucking hard. Yeah. Very fucking hard. And if anyone knows how, how it must be just like, because what happened was when I created the group, I just went through and it's just like, you know, who are you going to invite to the group? So I just pretty much went down the and invited everyone yeah. on my friends list who I knew would like listen to the show. And so the first X amount of those who clicked to Except, accept it. Yeah. A certain amount of those get this get this this founda- founding foundation so member founding member flair, living on Facebook, desperately exactly. fucking waiting for invites from people. Yeah, yeah, they exactly. can feel connected to the normal world. Exactly. Sad fucks. <laughs> but also after the next round, after the conclusion of the next round, uh, I said it in the group, but I'll say it here because I might entice some more people to throw in there as well. Um, we'll be running some like twilly stuff in there, like so, just to I guess just to make it. Like the Twillies are always a representation of the votes made by by the listeners of the show, which is fantastic. But the actual nominees for the categories are pretty much just what we come up with, you know, between ourselves after batting some emails around for a yep. while, you know, leading up to it. That's it's, and it's yeah, you know, it's fucking it's, it's a fucking punishment yeah. job, really. So we'll be throwing up, uh, you know, the various categories one at a time in the Facebook group. Over the period ending, uh, beginning after the regular season, and up through to the grand final, and then hopefully, you know, we'll we'll be able to get a you know a decent number of uh, suggestions and yeah. ideas. So, so not only is the result representative of what the listeners of the show have voted for, but the uh, the actual nominees will be representative of what the listeners That's of the it. show want as well. Um, no reviews this week, so um, fucking sort yourselves out, cunts. Um, tipping. Punching Prolapse goes into the last round with a lead of three. Uh, ahead of Peter, Mitch, Robbo, Ben Diggity, Alpha Ben RL, Manola, Mario Siegs, Dayman, and Frag Dog. Uh, the distance from first to tenth is now eight points. So you'd put a line through anyone that isn't in the top probably four. That's a gap of five points between fourth and first. Though, so even that might be too much mm. now because the amount of games in which to tip... Uh, drastically go down. Last man standing. Do we get a result? No. They both went east. So this game is going to be... Sorry, this week's game shall be... Are they Twitter people, the ones who are left? Email people. Okay. Um, Funnily enough, you don't always win in Brisbane. Round 10 last year, Broncos beat you. Yeah, no shit. Round ten sixteen, Broncos beat you. Fucking whole manly thing's flawed. Um, it's a figure of speech, man. Why do you have to be so literal? Why are you bringing up old shit? 
We're just down here in May this year. Or thereabouts. Fuck, what's the closest game this round? Fucking, I don't know. Let me go through these again. Let me see. I think the closest game this round... Uh, Is it Warriors Raiders? It could be. It could be. Um, also... Titans Cowboys. Yeah, Titans Cowboys. Bulldog Sharks probably got good, you know. Man. Warriors Raiders. Warriors Sorry. Raiders. Do it. Do it. Warriors Raiders. Mm-hmm. That's the game. And hopefully we get a... You know what? If we get all the way to the grand final, I'm just doing a fucking random number generator. One of you get one team, the other one's getting the other team. And flip a coin and that, yeah. that person gets to pick the team, the other guy, and the it. other person get gets the to beat. Yep, yep. That's awesome. Uh, finally, Supercoach bought not bred on top and uh, probably won't be headed for the rest of the season. Well, it won't be because this is the last week of Supercoach, isn't it? Uh, cheap Seats, Pool of Death, a Grey Ghost, Meme Queens, Fiji and Eels, a Journeyman, Pass it to Ponga. Fucking punish you are. Son of a Guth and Pineapples for the Pokies rounding out the top 10. That's it. That's funny. We did an express episode last week that went for about a fucking 135. This is a full on episode where we didn't hold back at all. And it's uh, an hour. No interesting news this week. Just. Yeah, but even then, we still talked about some bullshit for 15 minutes. Yeah, I know. So. There you go. I don't know where I don't know where the time didn't go this week. <laughs> but in any case, that's it. We'll uh, talk to you next week. See ya. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.